Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in our marketing platform, shareyourstories.online. Today, we, I'd like to introduce you to Nicole Mannion, who is the founder of Muskoka Aesthetics, as well as Muskoka Beauty. Nicole joins us today from Bracebridge, Ontario, and I can't tell you, I was special, really specially dressed for today because when you've got a former beauty queen on your screen as part of the podcast series, you've got to be on top of your game. So welcome. Thank you. This is great. Thank you for having me. You know, I have to say, Nicole, when I was reading your story this morning, it is an absolutely amazing uh, journey that you've had. But what I really wanted to do is if you could take our viewing and listening audience to the time in your life when you're 17 years old and you're in the Miss Universe Canada pageant. I mean, that has got to have been an amazing experience. It definitely was. It was something that I never thought I would do, <laughs> number one. So it was just kind of a, the opportunity came about. Someone brought it up to me and I was like, you know what, let's let's jump in with two feet. So it was great because I started as Miss Northern Ontario pageants and then it revolved from there. And it was just mind blowing to me of the connections and how fast it all just kind of revolved. And then I was kind of in a in a spot in my life where I didn't know what I wanted to do career wise. So it was a great way of like meeting some like incredible women, um, seeing what kind of industries they were also working in and why they were doing what they were doing and different different ideas that they had around pageantry and what kind of platform it gave them as well. For sure. So obviously some of those amazing women that you met gave you the encouragement to become, uh, you know, in, go into aesthetics. Absolutely. Here you are, 20 years old, and you start your first business, Muskoka Aesthetics. I mean, that is absolutely phenomenal. So tell us how you went from sort of the, the journey of being in the pageant to getting the courage and the confidence to open your own business at 20 years old. That's amazing. So I'm born and raised as an entrepreneur, I swear. Um, my parents and multiple generations behind us were also entrepreneurs. So I think it's in my blood. I have no choice in that sense. Um, but it was something where I always saw, I always tried to envision myself as an adult or what you kind of manifest in your life. And I always saw myself as wearing that blazer, kind of like that boss babe mentality. And I thought, you know what? The beauty industry, my mom's a hairdresser, so I always knew I didn't really want to get into hair as I have my hair in a ponytail, um, but I knew I wanted to get into something a little bit more detailed, something that wasn't just one um, service, whereas as estheticians, we can deal with lots of different things from head to toe treatments is what I always say. So when I was in the beauty industry, or when I before I got into the beauty industry and pageantry, I was like getting my hair done, my makeup, my lash extensions, my nails, and I was like, wow, I thoroughly enjoy this as most of us do, but I love the feeling that it gave me as like that enhancing your natural beauty. And I was like, I wanna be able to do this for other people. So I started doing some research of some different schools and personally, I have a learning disability. I have an IEP in uh, reading and writing as well as I'm dyslexic. So it was definitely something I needed to figure out if it was gonna be something I could accomplish. And the school I went to was amazing, Rinaldi School of Aesthetics. It was a private school. They only had 14 people in the class at a wow. time. So it was very, very intimate. It was a great experience. Um, and it gave me the confidence that I knew that I knew I had the hands on. I knew I could I could paint nails, I could do lashes, but the actual hands on the biology of our skin in aesthetics too, you do learn a lot with the science behind 
wires can do particular things and same with nutrition. So I absolutely loved it because I think when you love something, you thrive in it. Um, and then when I actually graduated, I actually ended up getting like almost 90 in a lot of my exams. And wow. my mom's like, are you cheating? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and from that point on, I worked at another spa and I just was like, you know what? I think I meant to work for myself. And there's a lot of things I wanted to bring into um, Muskoka as a spa and just trying to make a little bit more of like a luxury high-end spa, but still making it a fun day spa instead of your quiet resort spa like we we don't listen to spa music we try to keep like a really youthful environment in there our clients love it we have clients from all ages all walks of life we have men women um we have all types of people that come in and it's just a great atmosphere that we've created but when i was 20 i was i was just about to turn 21 and in the november we started the business and trust me i had so many emotions going through my head enough I'm is this going to succeed I've put my life savings into this business let's hope it's going to happen um and I had a great support system from my parents and in trying to get kind of my head wrapped around how I was going to do this um so I wanted to do it all myself because I was stubborn that way financially but they were there helping me every night putting flooring down painting getting it all ready to go but it was something where I thought it was such a big space at the time. We have a thousand square feet, but now we're like running out of space. I was going to say, now you're cramped, I bet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And obviously, I think with being in 2021, I think it was a big thing of like getting myself out of the way because I was having so many self-doubts whether I could do it. And as soon as I kind of surpassed that and just got got working, got right to it, people gave me the respect I needed to to really realize that I could do it. You know what I really love that you shared with us so far is you kind of started with taking um, the mentorship or the uh, initiative that you saw the other women from pageantry and then your love and passion for the, we'll call it the beauty industry per se. Mm -hmm. And then you started visualizing you know, where you wanted to be and how you wanted your life to unfold. Uh, for our viewing and listening audience, you've mentioned something really interesting, and that's talking about financing, because we all know as entrepreneurs, especially when we're first starting out, I can only imagine at 2021, you know, thinking, okay, how am I going to get the revenue to start this? Like, where, where am I going to get the money? So, you know, having mentioned that you used your own resources in order to start your business, did you also, you know, did your parents and your family help? Did you ever go to the bank and ask for a bank loan? No. Home? no? no. The pandemic is my first time that I've ever actually had money from the government. Um, mm -hmm. Other than I did like a, a small small business grant Hello, from the okay. government, it was about five thousand um, dollars. But with with myself, I was always like my parents. We always watched our money. We were all. I worked my entire like high school career working, yeah. and I always found that what do I have to? How many hours do I have to work to be able to buy that one thing? I always right. try to put my head around that. But even yeah. with the business, we didn't buy everything brand new. There was lots of other spas that were going out of business or going bankrupt because they went and spent all this money right off the get-go. So yeah. I was going on buy and sell, Kijiji, everywhere we could to get even all of our beds, our ma um, manicure stations, pedicure stations were all used. And I got them next to nothing. So for me, I was like, okay, this is my budget. So I think I had about $15,000 to play with to get the business up and rolling. And I just had to put my head down and say, okay, I have to work in order to get that next best thing I want. Right. And then 
it's like, is it a want or is it in need? Because right. I think in business, we really need to figure out what's going to actually scale and grow our business. Right. And even for myself, I'm not a big materialistic person either. And that was something I kind of had to put to the wayside of like, no, I don't need a new car or no, oh, I need to pay my taxes. Like where, where does this money need to go in order to grow and scale that business? So I love now, that's a wonderful segue into Muskoka Beauty because mm -hmm. you've actually taken one specific area of the beauty industry and really exploded that into an international company. So share with us what actually is Muskoka Beauty? What are you selling? So Muskoka Beauty was always an idea. Um, owning a spa, I know a lot of people, well, even in any, any service industry, you always need products. You always need your tools to do your, your profession, right? And I was struggling. I knew we had amazing techs, but we couldn't find amazing product to complement them. And so I'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs, like, okay, I've bought products from Australia. I've bought products from Spain. I've brought products from everywhere you could think of, and I'm not happy with them. And so I was, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make my own. Like, it's got to be easy enough. I'm like, if these other people are doing it, I can do it. That's kind of like my whole mentality with a lot of things. Right. And then I got thinking, well, I don't want it just to be one specific niche when I'm down to the name, but I also wanted to hone in on my, on my roots, where, where the business came from, why I got into the industry. So we called it Muskoka Beauty with an so we did MI, so it was like I was Miss Muskoka. So it was kind of a little play on words. Love that. We decided Love that. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to do lash extensions because I knew that was one of our biggest services at the spa. And it was something that I was really passionate about because when we look at manicure, pedicures, all of those services have been around forever. A long time. And lash extensions have now been around for about 10 to 15 years. So we're still really new in the industry. So I tried really? to really. I thought yeah. it was a lot shorter than that. I mean, you know, I'm at the age now where I could use a little extra, you know, bling on my yeah. eyelashes, you know, and you get to a certain age and things start to droop and you can't, you know, I, I didn't even know I had eyelashes anymore. You know, it was like, where have they gone? So yeah. extensions would be awesome, but I had no idea that they were around for 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So I took my first course, um, it would have been like seven years ago now. And wow. it would have been around 10 years. It was still, I mean, I look at the course, like we also do education as well in our That's business. Right. I was looking at like what I was doing in these courses and the products they gave us to now what the, the students are getting. I'm like, I almost wanted to somehow find all the old stuff I had. If I could find it on eBay somewhere or something and be like, this is what we learned with. This is what we started with. <laughs> yeah, right. So within, and the beauty industry is always growing and it's yeah. changing, which for me, I, I couldn't stay in one career for very long if it wasn't like that. It's kind of like tech, right? Every month, I swear there's something new right. coming out or new discoveries with different products and serums and things like that. So with Muskoka Beauty, it was, just kind of organic. I saw a problem that needed to be fixed, and especially here in the Canadian market and the beauty industry. And it was, I, I'm actually mind blown the way it's blown up in the sense of the pandemic. Like we've right. launched new products that we can sell. We sell all e-commerce, but we are now retailing to consumers. So for someone like yourself, we could sell you directly like a lash serum that we've launched now. So you don't actually, it's not just for professionals people could actually come to our platform. And we've had um, multiple subscription boxes we've been part of, which was another way of launching this new lash serum. Right. Um, so we've teamed up with a lot of female entrepreneurs there. And then 
from that, we've actually organically been partnering with a lot of influencers that tried our products in these boxes. And some of these influencers have a million plus followers on TikTok. So it's like just been a, it's been an experience with the pandemic and everything happening in our spa industry. It definitely took a toll on the brick and mortar part of our sure. business. Yeah. But e-commerce has just been next level. It's just revolved and and really and really shown us what worked and what didn't work in our business and how how we were gonna hone in on what actually worked. So that's a really good point because you know what? Any anyone who's in whether you're a product or a service, we've all been challenged in the last 18 months with e-commerce websites because mm -hmm. that's really been the only way that we could connect with prospects as well as existing customers. So I know that SEO is really important and, you know, we don't want to get into that technical discussion, but tell us a little bit about how, how did it organically become international? Like, how did you, do you think that the influencers was your sort of launch pad to the international market? I would say so. So we are part of um, the, um, the spa industry in the sense of like, we do all the international shows for the most part. So um, there's a show here in Canada that we go to in Vancouver as well as Toronto. So we were able to before the pandemic because we launched in January 2019 for Muskoka mm -hmm. Beauty. We were able to go to some of these shows, but the platform was mostly all Canadian. We had some people coming from like New York and Washington and things like that. But we actually did like an online one that was also in the States, which we got some traffic. But this whole influencer marketing just opens up a whole other avenue avenue absolutely yeah. because yeah. i look at i even follow people because i trust in their input and what they're sure. putting into something they actually valuably use and what blew my mind and i don't think influencers know how this impacts small business owners like ourselves is i go on my phone and i see someone else has shared our product and i didn't even know about it until i start clicking through i'm like oh my gosh that's our product so it was a mind-blowing she um the one influencer in particularly posted this video just organically because she loved our product. And then all of a sudden my phone starts going off of all these orders and they're going to Spain. We've got Switzerland. Um, I think we've, I'm trying to remember, I think we did get one in Australia. Like I can't even keep track anymore. So I've been going in and filling the order still. We're working on new systems of actually sure. getting automated a little bit more, but um, we use Squarespace as our platform. So going back a little bit to the SEOs, we do use Squarespace and it's a great product next to um, Shopify and things like that. But for Squarespace, it's been great because we can use a lot of their other programs like their online booking systems. Um, they do use a lot of their SEOs. We use our blogs through there, our education's all linked through there. Um, so it's been great to kind of see like with the little map, you can see sure. where people are using some of our best sellers. So really, looking in the analytics of what's what's happening behind the scenes. Well, I, I seriously want to congratulate you on taking that leap of faith because, you know, uh, we often think we have a great idea. And like you say, you think, you know, oh, is the timing right? Is it, you know, should I do it now? Should I wait? But I really love the fact that you've sort of systematically you've gained confidence since you started in your business and then you saw a great idea, you fulfilled a need 
and started actually B2B before you went B2C. So um, hopefully your B2C market will now explode because um, you know lots of folks are finding that they're looking for things. They're doing their own spa days at home, right? Exactly. So exactly. you know, getting a, you know, if you're in your bubble and you've got a few women in your bubble, you're, you know, I've heard of all kinds of women. They're getting together. They're, you know, setting up this little mini spa at home where they're doing, you know, face masks and doing each other's pedicures and just doing yeah. it for fun. Um, yes. So, you know, your lash extensions would be a wonderful complement to that sort of, you know, at-home spa day. Well, what now, all clicked was because at the spa, we made manicure and pedicure kits and facial boxes. And then I had all these clients, we were actually looking and bringing in a, another lash serum. And I was like, why am I doing this? I'm like, I own a lash extension company. What would be partnered with this is a lash serum. So like, like we were saying, it all just kind of organically happened because you have to listen to your consumer. Right. is the most important part, right? Yeah, for sure. That's absolutely true. And I mean, you know, um, I think I shared with you, I've been an entrepreneur since 1993. And yeah. every pivot that I've made in my own business has been because my customers started to ask me for something that they either couldn't find or a service that they were looking for. And that kind of opened the door to new opportunities. So I absolutely. love the fact that the door opened and you walked through it and took the opportunity. So congratulations Thank to you. you on that. Thank you. One of the things that we do in the guest blog is we ask folks for their three words of advice. And I know that you very strongly believe in mentorship like I do as well. And I absolutely love that you've started your podcast, Beauty Behind the Brand, where you're now interviewing other people in the industry and giving them an opportunity to share their story. So um, that's really a wonderful addition as well to the mentorship part of uh, helping others. So your three words are why, mission, and purpose. So tell us why those three words were important for you. Well, why they're important. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, I think the why is always something, no matter what stage or age you're at, you're always going to look back at that why. And waking up in the morning, you're going to have to have that why behind you, right? Mm -hmm. Like to get our butts out of bed and like get excited for the day. Yeah. Um, and my why's changed multiple different times throughout my life. Like I know, well, being 26 now, I look, I haven't been an entrepreneur for that long, but I definitely look and try to hone in on what, what is important to me and why that is. Sure. Um, and also our stages of life, right? So now I'm getting to the point where we might be having a family soon, or we might like want to travel or do different things and trying to figure out why that is. And I think with the pandemic too, to bring that up is, I think it's really made us figure out what makes us happy, right? What's, yes. what's kind of driving what's us. What's important, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It kind of brings us back to the excitement, right? I kind of think of now that we're getting to hopefully reopen in July, I'm thinking this is going to be like pretty much a brand new business because we've done so much work behind the scenes and rebranding a little bit and seeing what works and then delivering it out into the world and see how people take that. And I think just with the entrepreneurship and the passion behind a lot of it is having that community. So I think with a lot of technology and things like that, even what we're doing today is really making sure you have that community, that passion, that drive behind the people that believe in you. And I've had multiple people not believe in me. And you know what? To their own, everyone has their opinion, but I think you need to really hone in on who you are and not let things deter find you. Find people, right? Exactly. Find exactly. your people. Find that tribe that's going to be with you no matter what. And it doesn't, it can be someone that you've been 
friends with since high school or even last night I was doing voice messaging with one of my friends who's here locally in Bracebridge and I think I've only ever met her once. So I think a lot of the things and words that I, I put out there are, are pushing us forward, but also reflecting on our past, being proud of where we come from and really give ourselves that pat on the back that we deserve, that we might not be getting or we might be wanting to get from someone else, right? But we need to just do that for ourselves and, and take that time to reflect on what's important. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us today and giving our viewing and listening audience an opportunity to sort of hear like good grief. You started <laughs> your business when you were 20. You're currently 26. I hope that I'm around in another 10 years doing Keeping It Real and I can have you back on as a return guest and you can tell us how your business, you're now this you know, multinational mogul who's doing all kinds of wonderful things. I'm absolutely certain you'll be able to do that, Nicole. So thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story. No problem at all. I feel honored to do it. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. And to our viewing and listening audience, I hope today you've got a wonderful glimpse of the person behind the logo in this edition of Keeping It Real. And if you have a story that you'd like to share, please reach out to our marketing platform, shareyourstories.online, and join us as part of this entrepreneurial community as we break barriers to success. Thank you.